Mental health check-in with Lee. Come on and check-in with me. Mental health check-in with Lee. Come on and check-in with me. Mental health check-in with Lee. Come on and check-in with me. Come on and check-in with me. Mental health check-in with Lee. Welcome, welcome everyone to another episode of Mental Health Check-In with Leek. Um, today's guest is Desi Williams from Survivor First and then CBS The Challenge. How are you today? I am doing great today, actually. Thanks for asking. Thank you. So my first question, I love to ask this question to every guest that comes on here. I'm going to ask you, so... How is your mental health? Um, today it's good. And and really recently it's been good. I've like made a concerted effort, like yeah. oh, since being back from the show to really like put more of an emphasis on mental health and just make sure that like I'm good before I pile my plate up with everything else I've got going on. Yes, yes. My mental health is a little up and down. <laughs> a little up and down. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> mine certainly has been and probably will be again at some point but right now it's good that's good that's good um um, next question for you growing up was it okay not to be okay for you um you know I do feel like I came from a family that was like accepting of mental health challenges and I feel like my family was accepting of things not being okay but I think me personally I've always been a perfectionist and an overachiever so I personally was like never okay with not being okay I always like overcommitted myself and overpromised, yeah. and then ran myself ragged to try to get everything done um and that's kind of how I always was and my mom would always be like slow down you don't have to do it all yeah. but something about I don't know the way I came into this world I've always felt like I need to do 2,000 things at once Yes, that's good. That's good. Um, my last question for, for you, right? It was crazy. I was having a conversation with one of my friends. Um, you know, like, there's a stigma out there, right, surrounding mental health, right? Um, and I believe there's a stigma surrounding, you know, women's mental health, too, um, especially as a Black woman. Um, I had a conversation with my friend. I was saying that, you know, a lot of people think, you know, because Black women go through a lot, that they're automatically strong. You know, they'll get through it. And I was saying, I was, I was telling my friend, that's not fair, you know, like, like women are the bomb they rock they do a lot of stuff like they you know watching my mom and my grandma growing up and everything just family members just see them all the stuff they going through you know back you know I'm only 32 but when I was growing up and everything so see what they going through and see you know, like today's society and everything so what do you say about that stigma that you know black women y'all strong y'all get through it Uh, Yeah, I mean, I do think it puts like too much weight on our shoulders because I do feel like the world feels, I mean, they see us carrying heavy loads and they've always seen us carrying heavy loads. They suspect that of Black women in society. Um, And, you know, not for nothing, I feel like most of the time we rise to that occasion, but I I do feel like it's unfair to expect us to take on so many roles and responsibilities. And, you know, I feel like all the Black women I knew growing up all worked full-time and cooked for the family every night and, you know, running their kids to and from sports practices. And I look back now as like someone who, I have no kids, uh, I cook half the days a week, but I do work full-time and I'm like, I have no idea how these women manage to do it all, like with a smile on their faces, <laughs> like 
I have no idea. So I, I do appreciate that now the conversation around mental health has become more common and people are realizing that we, although we might appear superhuman, we are not. Um, yeah. And hopefully that'll change that, that people are, are feeling more supported by, you know, their partners or their families or uh, their spouses so that they're not carrying the weight of the world alone. Yes, yes. Um, that was a great conversation that my friend had. I just was like asking her a question. You know, it was like, thank you for answering it. Um, my last question for you, okay. You know that your first start was on Survivor, right? Mm-hmm. So I have, I've never really watched Survivor. I just started watching it recently. One of my friends said I watched the um, winter season and I'm watching the current season. So, girl, I watched that show. And mentally take me through mentally what you was going through on that show because i purposely oh i couldn't do it i couldn't do it i cannot do it i'm not built for it but you know how bad (laughs) was your mental or take me through a mental journey that you was dealing with while being on that show that's a lot yeah i mean i feel like more than anything like Survivor ends up becoming, uh, I'm trying to think of the best way to put it, but you know how like when you see all of your friends doing something and normally you wouldn't do that, but everybody yeah. else is doing it. So you're like, if everybody else is doing it, then I guess this is cool for me to do too. <laughs> so it was, you kind of just become like part of this like group mentality where it's like, oh, okay, y'all all fell asleep outside. I guess I'm going to fall asleep outside. Like yeah. <laughs> are y'all all just going to jump in this deep water? I guess I'm gonna jump in this deep water. <laughs> so it really just became like this kind of group mentality that was like, and really on the challenge too. It was like everybody else is doing it. I can't be the one that punks out and doesn't do it. So I'm gonna just do it. But I think had like when I watch these shows like Alone or or like these Naked and Afraid where it's like one person out there alone, like there is no way I would have done any of what I did if I was by myself. But because I was surrounded by, you know, six, yeah. seven, ten other people doing the same thing, and a, you know, a cameraman, I know they're not going to let me die. Like it, it does give you sort of a sense of like false comfort that everything is going to be okay and what you're doing is completely normal, even though it's obviously not normal at all. So yeah. I think that's really what it all boiled down to. It was like I'm not going to be the one punking out, so I'm just so- going to shut my mouth and do it. So before going on Survivor, do they ask you like about mental health or anything? Or do like, or after, like before and after, do they, you know, before do they ask you about mental health and after, do they like, you know, suggest you get therapists or anything after the show? Yeah, I think with all, at least I know all CBS reality shows, like you do, there's a, I don't know, like I guess a psych evaluation they do ahead of time just to make sure like your mental health is at least stable. So everybody goes through a process and meet with a, um, I don't know if they're a psychologist or psychiatrist before they actually cast you on the show. Um, you have to do like this long test that's supposed to like test, I don't understand what it's supposed to test, but it's supposed to test them. Um, so they do kind of check everybody out beforehand just to make sure that like, hopefully nobody's gonna snap. Um, and then even while on the show, you have the option, like if you're in a spot where you're like, I really need to talk to someone, you can always request to talk to psych. And you'll go have a private conversation. That conversation oh, wow. does not, or it's supposed supposedly doesn't get back to the producers. It's just like a one-on-one conversation that you can have with yeah. a therapist at any point in time while on the show. Um, and then after you get back, you have a check-in usually with the same psychologist or counselor or therapist you talked to before the show. 
So that I will say CBS, and I don't know about any other network, does a good job of at least giving you the resources. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's like everything else, it's up to us to capitalize on those resources. So if the therapist called and you're like, no, nah, I'm good, they're going to believe you're good. So, <laughs> but, but it, they at least do provide the option. I think that's so good because I always thought, like, I never, like you said, like, you don't know if every network is like that, but I always thought, like, you know, reality stars, y'all go on TV, you know, whatever's happened on there, I always wonder, like, like, how's their mental health, you know, because it got to be a lot, you know, feedback from pe- fans, the people that don't know you, whatever is good or bad, you know, you just don't know what could happen. So I always wonder, like, how's people's mental health? And my question for you, after Survivor was over, on a scale of one to ten, one being bad, ten being, you know, good, how was your mental health after Survivor? Um, after Survivor, where was I? I, I would say... You said one is bad, 10 is good. Is that what yeah. the scale is? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I would say I was around a four, but yeah. not, and I won't even put that on my survivor experience. I think going yeah. into survivor already, my mental health was yeah. was not great. Like I wasn't, I mean, I wasn't, I was working a fine job with a great future, but I just wasn't happy. I wasn't happy yeah. with what I was doing. I wasn't happy with my trajectory. Um, so I kind of went into survivor thinking that. Um, And then there was actually a moment on Survivor where we were all just kind of like sitting around the campfire and people were talking about the people they missed at work and how they can't wait to go back home and blah, blah, blah. And I literally thought to myself, I would rather be starving on this island than go back to my daily life at home. Like, this is better than that. Um, Which is crazy because I was like 27. I was young. I was coming out of pageants. Like, you know, I had the whole world ahead in front of me um, but I just was, felt kind of stuck where I was um, so I actually got back from Survivor in May and made the decision that by the end of summer I was going to move to LA so I put in my notice that I was resigning and three months later I moved to Los Angeles so I kind of I, I discovered in that Survivor experience that I needed to do something different that what I was doing was not working for my mental health let me tell you, you are stronger than me because watching the show now, I'm just like, if I can do it. Like I talked to my friend, I was like, yeah, I don't like, you know, Survivor's so good showing you like snakes or bugs and stuff like that, or just anywhere. And I'm just like, yeah, that's not, I'm not an outdoor person. I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> I, I'm just like, so I wouldn't even sign up. My friend told you, I said, I wouldn't even sign up. I just, yeah, it's not for me. So I think like, like watching Survivor now, I have so much respect for all y'all. I had the utmost respect for every single person on there, whether it was good or bad. I have respect for going on there because somebody like me couldn't do it. <laughs> I wouldn't say, I think you are stronger than you think. And I wasn't an outdoor person either, either when I decided to go on Survivor. I had been camping one time, one time for one night. And I was like, this is not that fun. Um, but like I said, once you get out there and you've done it for three weeks, you're like, no, yeah, this isn't so bad. Like, I kind of like being outside and I don't know, you just, you, you just kind of adjust. And again, I, without being on a tribe with a bunch of people who were stoked about <laughs> living outside, like I wasn't necessarily a Survivor fan, but these people were stoked about being on Survivor. Um, you just, yeah, you kind of fall in line. Yeah. So you know, from Survivor, you go to the Challenge USA. Um, mentally, how were you 
when you decided to go in there? Um, so this is also like a five-year span. So okay. I played Survivor a million years ago. I thought for sure my reality TV career was over. Like, yeah. I'm just chilling, living life. Um, and then I did a call about the challenge. So I would say I went back and forth about the challenge because I've watched MTV Challenge and I've watched people like do crazy, crazy stuff and get injured yeah. and all of that. Um, and I'm a physical therapist. So I'm like, I can't afford to be hurt because then I can't work. Um, <laughs> so it was an, a big up and down. Um, on one side, I was super excited to get back on TV. I'd watched the challenge as a kid. So it was also like a childhood dream come true. Um, but then there was also a part of me, like I, I had recently started a business. I was working all the time, like seven days a week, all the time. Um, so then there was a part of me that was like, I need a break from working all the time. Um, so I don't know, like I, I weighed a bunch of options, but I've always been the type of person that's like, if an opportunity comes my way, like, could I really say no and be able to live with myself and saying yeah. no to this once in a lifetime opportunity. Um, so that's kind of what pushed me over the edge. It's just like, this opportunity might never come again. I thought my reality TV career yeah. was over and now I've like, God has like sprinkled down this new blessing. So I would be a fool not to at least give it a fair shot. That's good, that's good. I, like when I first, when that, you know, they say the Challenge USA was coming out, I was like, oh, I gotta watch this. You know, it's like, beautiful black woman you know I get to see people that look like me and I'm just like this is dope I gotta watch it you know <laughs> I have to watch it it was like a good season so we're gonna get off the reality stuff but I do have one question for you um living quarters which was better survivor or challenger because <laughs> I see a lot of people lately been complaining about the <laughs> USA living quarters so which was better for you what do you prefer I mean it, it, it's crazy that it's even a hard question to answer, right? Because yeah. when I was living outside and when I was yeah. living indoors, <laughs> but it actually is a hard question to answer because they both have like their pros and cons. Because yeah. I'm sure you like, I'm sure you've heard people say the challenge house had no heating or air conditioning. Like, uh, there were some rats. There were like, I mean, there were also rats in Survivor. So, yeah. I mean, but in the grand scheme of things, I, I mean, still the challenge USA, at least you have a bed and you have a blanket and. Yeah you have a toilet so I mean the challenge I mean and you have catering so you have food first and foremost so even though I give it a hard time like the challenge USA house was obviously yeah light year is easier than living outside and starving yeah that's good um before I get to my next question um I want to say anybody out there that's struggling with any thoughts of suicide or deep dark depression, or you know somebody struggling, there is a suicide prevention lifeline. All you have to dial now is 988, easy number. So glad they made that number so easy for guys to dial, for everyone to dial. We have to dial is 988. So my next question for you, have you ever dealt with any deep depression or thoughts of suicide? And if you didn't, do you know anybody that has? Um, I would... I mean, I don't know if I would say deep depression, but I've certainly yeah. like experienced some depression. I would say prior to going on the Challenge USA when I was working seven days a week and oh, like, wow. running myself ragged and just like not sleeping enough, still trying to work out. Um, I would say that was probably like one of my lower points because I felt like I was doing 
so much with like nothing in return. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. the first couple of years of any business is hard. And people told me that over and over again, like you don't expect to make any money until your first, like till you're five years in, but I was just working so hard. Yeah. <laughs> and like not making as much as I was used to making that it was just hard for me to like remain positive. So I would say that was probably the the worst spot I've ever been in it. Um and certainly, yeah, I've known people who suffered with depression. Um I know like three kids in my high school while I was in high school, like my yeah. year, my sister's year, she's one year older than me, um, committed suicide while we were in high school. Um I have a good friend who recently overdosed. So yeah, I mean, depression is yeah everywhere, everywhere. Yeah. Um, and I think we forget that, like when we go out into the world and we're cruel or say something yeah. mean, or you're like quick to catch an attitude, like we forget that everybody is dealing with their own demons and their own struggles. Um, so yeah, I've, I, I try to approach people and things and situations with a lot of grace because I've you know people who I I thought were okay you know you wake up one day and they're gone and you had no idea that they were struggling with something um so I don't know if that answers your question but yeah yeah I've seen a lot of a lot of mental health crises in my life yeah I um I am myself as a suicide survivors still deal with thoughts here and there you know um i lost friends to suicide um my friend dante died by suicide um another friend of mine's recently died by suicide and my friend his um fiance he died by suicide and you know um like somebody always told me is a um make sure, like you got a friend that's you know check on everybody not just your strong friends check on everybody you just tomorrow's not promise you just never know what nobody's going through because some of my friends that died by suicide. I didn't even know that what happened. One of them actually talked me from um, killing myself. And when he died by suicide, it broke my heart. I was like, oh my God. It was just, I was like crying. I was like, this, I was like, this is not okay. I was like so hurt and angry, but I was sad at the same time, just like, like, and you thought he was, you know, he was good. You know, he was an openly gay cop, you know, doing a lot of stuff for the community. You just would have thought he was good then. It's, that just happened. So, um, guys, if you're out there struggling, please reach out. You know, 988. Um, there are free support groups online. If you can't afford therapy right now, there are free support groups online. Um, just Google resources. There's different resources out there. I know Black Men Hill, they um, try to help provide free therapy for Black men. Um, just different resources out there. NAMI, I volunteer for NAMI. Uh, um, run different support groups, um, a Black Minds Matter group, we got anxiety, depression, peer group, grief, just everything around, you know, just make sure you guys reach out. Somebody always told me it's better to have a mad friend than a dear friend, and I, I get it. <laughs> I get it now. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. yeah. Well, that's a question for you. What are some coping skills that you practice that you maybe somebody's listening to that can help, that can help them through a hard time? Um, yeah, so I started kind of more recently, but I've started doing a gratitude journal. Um, and I do think that that's like totally shifted my perspective because if I wake up in a bad mood or I wake up like feeling defeated, yes, if I sit down to write down three things that I'm grateful for, like there are always like 
<laughs> the roof over my head, like the fact that I woke up this morning, a bed to sleep in, like even if you have to like pull at straws to find something to be grateful for, there's always something that we all have to be grateful for. Um, so I would say that's the first thing I've, I've more recently started doing, but I do think it shifted my perspective. Um, I actually got the journal at like an event. So it has three things you're grateful for, um, three things that would make today great. Yeah. Oh, and then wow. you write down your own personal like affirmation for the day. And I write down the affirmation and then I like say it to myself in the mirror usually like seven to 10 times, just so it's like, I'm, I'm putting it into my soul. Um, and then at the end of the day, you go back and reflect on like three things that made today, the three highlights of today. Um, and even something as like simple as like, dinner was really delicious or like, I made good food choices. Um, that I think has been the biggest thing that sort of shifted my mindset. Yeah. But the other thing I've always kind of done is just exercise. And there's a lot of research and science behind like being active and moving your body and releasing those hormones in your um, brain and body. So even if it's just like getting out and going for a walk around the neighborhood or um, looking up like a YouTube video and doing a quick yoga workout, I try to move my body in some way just about every day. And so I think just by having those like everyday practices that I can find joy in and that they're sort of like my me time, um, yeah. has really made a difference in, in sort of shifting my perspective and just like being able to remain positive even in the tougher days. Um, I'm glad that you mentioned a fitness thing because I need to like that that does work guys I have I need to get back in the gym but working out it was helping me I was depressed and going to the gym every time I felt depressed I would go to the gym and I was mm-hmm. supposed to get back into I actually supposed to meet up with um because I met Cinco and a lot of people at Oz's premiere party for Big oh, Brother yeah. like the Challenge USA in New York and my friend Wetton is next not this Saturday but next Saturday in Leesburg Virginia and his workout class is not that far I told him I would come past but I'm not ready because <laughs> <laughs> listen I'm not I mean, on that level. He, he goes hard he goes hard <laughs> yes. but you don't have but that's the thing is like you don't even have to go hard even if it's just a walk around the neighborhood like literally just moving your body something about it and like there are there's research that's been done there's science behind it but you know yeah I think it's more important for people to find something they enjoy than to like find something that's going to shred you tomorrow because it's not about being shredded it's about being healthy you know what I mean being yeah it definitely is well (laughs) um and my last question for you is I like to end this off asking you what is next for Tessie Williams? What do you have going on? Promote yourself. Uh, um, I have a lot going on. So I still have my business. It's a mobile physical therapy and occupational therapy business um, out here in LA. Um, I'm working on a new TV project. I'm not sure that I can talk about it, but we start filming next month. So I'm excited about that. Um, and yeah, we'll just see what else comes my way. So follow me on Instagram, Desi J. Williams. That's basically the only place I post. I can't get behind a Twitter. I'm, I'm, I'm struggling with the TikTok. So Instagram <laughs> is really my place right now. Um, but I try to stay, you know, super updated on, on Instagram. That's the best place to follow everything else that's coming. And, yes, congratulations on that deal. <laughs> I know you say you can't speak about it, but congratulations. Thank I'm you. to see what it is. Um, thank you for being a guest um, on to a podcast. I always wanted at the Watch Survivor. I always wanted somebody from Survivor to talk because I like 
how can they do it? But you know, thank you for being <laughs> Um thank you um for talking to her as a black woman. You rock, you know, you're doing your thing, you know, make sure you follow her guys on Instagram. She said <laughs> Instagram. Um make sure you support her when that project come out, make sure we support our black woman, you know, make sure we support, 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 support. And Again, thank you so much. Like it really means a lot for you coming on here and talking about me too. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for having me. Glad we finally worked this out. Yes, <laughs> right. <laughs>